This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hast thou e'er thought, oh, if only there were more hours in the day? With the exception of Can the Wizard, a lot of us wish we had more time. But if time became untethered and was truly unlimited, what would you even do? You have to know what you value to make use of such a gift. And therapy can help you find what matters to you most, so you can do more of it. Even without all the time shenanigans. I know therapy has allowed me to consider what matters most to me, allowing me to become a better friend and happier wizard. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot magic. Do you ever wonder where all your money went, like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Ugh, why won't you work? Oh, hey, Craig here. I'm trying to take control of the bunker's critical systems, but they're all protected by the mysterious man's automated contingency protocols. You are attempting an unauthorized access of the rectangular aid defense system. That's what I want. Access granted, right after this message. Go ahead. You think you're tucking your shirt like the guys on Queer Eye, but it really just looks like you left the house in a rush. I thought it looked Devil May Care. Yeah, well, Devil May Care to look in a mirror one more time before heading out. I don't have access to the Rectangle Array, do I? You can access the Rectangle Array. Really? Right after you explain the discrepancy in those sideburns. Are they like a Laurel and Hardy tribute? Okay, enjoy the episode. from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. About three years and a handful of months ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week, well, I used to record it in the Tavern the Vermilion Minotaur, but we've been kicked out. So now we're recording. Sorry, I was getting a little choked up. John, I'm thinking about how the Vermilion Minotaur it was our home for, like, years, and now everything is so different. We're recording in a totally different tavern, the Ruffled Feather. Yeah, it's been stripped away from us, so it's a real, a real learning curve to all this. Yeah. Yeah. You doing all right, buddy? I, I don't know. I just suddenly got really homesick Yeah. for that other tavern. Are you locking your knees? Again, I told you you got to bend your knees. If you're oh. standing, you got to bend your knees. Well, I'm sitting, but I okay. am locking my knees. All right, I'll stop doing that. Anyways, uh, anyway, we're, we record this podcast here in the tavern, The Ruffled Feather, in the town of Hog's Face, mm-hmm. in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my bud, my co-host, Chunt the Talking Badger. Mm, Chunt, please. Thank you for not calling me Chang. Oh, that's right. I keep... I don't know why. I just got, you know, you get something in your head. I, now I start thinking like, oh, wait, his name is Chun. Oh, wait, no, no, it's Chang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Chang, if I keep messing Your brain's a scrambies. I'm a little We've scrambies. talked about that before. It's true. Can I ask you something I've been um, just pondering? Mm-hmm. Um, the other day, you remember Drew, that little kid Drew, his trash can kid? Nope. You don't remember him? No, I do not. 
All right. Well, you, you do. Uh, I'm also joined by my other co-host, Usador the Wizard. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, Usador, wait. Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Ephesius, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Tarrakis. The elves know me as Fia and Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Huxangis, and I am known in the Northeast as Gaswinius Maester. And there may be other secret names. I names that if you wrote them out, certainly... Uh, they would be mixed up with other names that Arnie cannot quite remember. Names like Peppy Nonsense that Drew let us know about. Uh, what I wanted to ask was, he said he worships you. He said he's an Arninian, someone who worships Arnie. Oh, And yeah. you were pretty fucking flippant about it. What does it feel like to be a deity, to be a, to be a god to someone? Uh, well, it's... Because you're pretty shitty to your subjects. You're a pretty crappy shepherd to your flock. Chang, are you doing okay, bud? It's not... It's Chunt. It's Chunt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Isidore... Can you talk to Chang? Sorry? Isidore, can you talk to Chang? He seems upset. Isidore? Yeah. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> Guys, I'm just a little on edge because we're in a different tavern. Well, I, I don't worry. I shall put your mind at ease, and I shall remove the muddled sense of fog that doth cover thine brain even now. Here, let me put my finger in your ear to put my magic directly into your brain. Blah. Yeah, let me really get up in okay. there. Oh, oh I'm that's gonna not, touch your brain. That's not. Oh good. yes. Oh, it's now that I am feeling your brain uh, with my finger. It's both terrible and satisfying at the I same time. I shall remove this din from over thine thoughts. Karath, Terath, Chengthathath, Chuntathkathiyanga. I heard my name in there. He's got his finger in your fucking brain, man. He's got one in the pink. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, I'm sorry I'm getting people's names wrong. So what were you saying, Adel? I was... Adel? Oh, that's your friend on Earth who's um, had surgery. He's a, a yeah, yeah. great dick. Is that... Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I'm sorry. Adel Rafai? So, I'm sorry, Chunt. You were saying that this guy really looks up to me. Yeah. Well, he told you that he's an Arninian. I and I asked you a question about it, and versus doing what you said uh, improvisers on Earth do, which is yes and, yeah. you said, Usador, talk to him. You passed the buck. It's true. Here's another thing people on Earth do. When they don't want to talk about something, they mm-hmm. they get someone else to talk about okay. it. Okay. Rope somebody in. Yeah. John, here's the thing. Usador and I, uh, and Usador, you're, you're definitely a part of this. Sorry, what? We we wanted to have- I'm going to be at the bar. We want, look, we wanted to talk to you about Drew. Okay. We just don't want Drew around here. Okay. Why are you telling me? I have no control over that. No, no I know, but I'm just saying, like- We've agreed, like, let's keep Drew away. Like, he just wants it a little too much. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I thought he was kind of a fun, flirty character, but... Mm, flirty? First of all, he's a child. <laughs> I, I don't control what he does. No, okay. I didn't say he was a cute character right. or an attractive character. I said he was flirty. Okay, fair enough. Kids can be flirty when what? they want to get their way. They put on little voice, right? Oh, You've never seen that? <laughs> Here's a king's juice and an ale. Okay. And, of course, I brought the ruffled feathers specialty for you to enjoy, Arnie. Yeah? Breaded eggshells. Uh, oh. Mm. They're just the sh- mm. So oh. delicious. So crunchy. Yeah. We yeah, try one. Oh, no, them, uh, I'm going to pass. I'm on a diet, I think. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> I just don't... I just don't want to eat those eggshells. Okay. Oh, Arnold, I, I know that uh, these aren't the foods that you like, and you, you miss the Vermilion Minotaur, but I have an idea. I have brought someone here who would help us gain access to the Vermilion Minotaur once again by portraying that one blemish who has perhaps been murdered. <gasps> oh, that's right. The memory gremlin was on sabbatical and was impersonating blemish, so no one realized that we accidentally murdered him. But I think her sabbatical is probably done by now, and we never... So people probably are wondering where Blemish is now. Wow. I've I, never heard somebody say sabbatical twice in one sentence. I now present to you the greatest character actor in all of Foon. Cor, blimey, I am that same Blemish you do seek. See the very likeness of Blemish here. Any oh order you would like, I can provide. I'm angry and sing sometimes. Oh my gosh. You're totally convincing as Blemish. Oh, well, I've made some study to break character for a moment. Oh, sure. Oh, yes, yes, tell us about the process. Oh, no, 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 it's a, a careful, careful study. I have uh, talked to, to, to family. I have mm-hmm. talked to friends, enemies of him. And then sometimes you must fill in the gaps yourself with full invention. I wish I had wings. 
<gasps> you have to give yourself a want. Oh, so you've decided that the core of Blemish's anger and resentment is that he wishes he had wings. But the wings are a metaphor for a flight of a different kind. He, he wishes to be greater than he was, and so you make concrete what is not concrete and dry the wet concrete of the soul therein to create a, a, an anchor, as it were. My metaphor stretched thin, but Blemish does not. And that might track as well, because Blemish did work at the Vermilion Minotaur, and there is lore and rumor that the Vermilion Minotaur gives you wings, so that might have been a deep-seated one for him. That's true. Life is text. May, may I ask a non-Blemish-related question? Oh, yes, you should do. All right. Are you still writing the, the play about Arnie's life? Writing never stops, Usador. It's a trilogy, remember? Oh, yes. Three parts, which we write out of order. We don't know the three parts until we are done. Is there any chance that there's room yet for Usador to be a character in these plays? I've told you before, there is no greater honor than to be, to be left out. What would a solar system be with no sun? Ah, oh. then the sun would be the most important part. I... Ah, the anchor that would hold all together. But, but yes, there's always a chance, Usador. I see thine logic. If I am the very sun within this solar system, then all I do is see the other planets. I cannot see myself. Sure. <laughs> Winky, real fast, would you mind uh, giving us a taste of, of your Chunt character? I know you're playing Chunt in the play about my life. Yes. Now, I don't like to admit my weakness, but it's difficult to, to keep two characters afloat at the same moment. I'm so deeply into blemish, but uh, let me see through the... Through the dexarol of my mind, I shall go backwards and find my chunt. Hmm. Corblimey, Arnini Camp, my friend. I have just rubbed one out. It's like listening into a mirror. Yeah. Wow, Winky, that's amazing. And I'm sorry to give you this sort of character whiplash, but I think there might be some of the sheriff's guards in the tavern today. Mm. So can you be blemish for the whole tavern? An actor prepares, and the play begins. There is no Winky anymore, but only Blimey. Blimish. Blimish? Find the voice. Find the voice. No, to chunt, to chunt, to chunt, to... I, I know actors on Earth, sometimes there's like one phrase that'll really help you get it. Oh, right, right. Rainbow Bowl. <laughs> Got him back. I'm blemish. I I can go about my task now, and we'll only uh, we'll have some conversation again about compensation later in the evening. Oh sure, thank you, Winky. Now, listeners at home, don't get confused. I know he sounds exactly like Blemish, but don't forget that this is Winky Silks. Right. Ah, there is no Winky Silks. What do you speak of? I've kicked him out. Boy, can you bring us some drinks? Anything you like. I like to sing a bit here. The music of the night. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. and Winky, don't forget, just um, for your character, every couple minutes a cat comes out of Blemish's mouth. Right, right. So if you could also play the cat coming out of the mouth. I, I could do it. It won't come out of the mouth, though. Uh, to the bar. <laughs> Well, guys, I'm I'm so excited uh, to talk to our guests on this episode. You know, it's been too long since we've really dived into what's going on in the animal kingdom. Yeah, that's fair. I've been king of the badgers. I've been many animals myself, and uh, we don't really touch on it too much. We haven't met a lot of other animals yeah. in the world. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have on two moles. I, I think they're mole... Mole warriors. Mole yeah. warriors. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. up? Mel Much more than just a mole. <laughs> uh, I'm Mel Mole, Mole Warrior. This is my buddy Mort. And I am Mort. Mel Mole and Mort Mole? Uh, Mort Sauce. Mort Sauce. Yeah, no, we're not brothers. He's Mel no. Mole. His last name is Mole. And then my... Last name is Sauce. Sauce. Yes. It's a pleasure to meet both of you. I am very honored that two such fine warriors would deign to sit at our table. Yeah. Uh, no, it's great to just take a break from winning battles. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm yeah. I'm creaming finally, the other guys. I'm resting them. my mighty haunches after <laughs> just absolutely demolishing. All my foes. And Mel and I have this cool move that's almost unbeatable where we dig ourselves halfway into the ground. Mm -hmm. We get back to back, like, in this hole. 
And then we point our little mole swords out. Aww. And it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? So our we know to stop when our butts are touching underground. Mm-hmm. That means we've gone deep enough. And that means that our heads are poking up above. It's such a small target. Yeah. Yeah. And people maybe step on it. Uh-huh. A lot of other moles doing that because, you know, they... There's a thing like people say we can't see. No, no. We're actually don't even care about seeing. It's uh-huh. so lame and boring. I don't know if I can or not at this point. I haven't checked in a while because I don't care. When yeah. someone asks me, I literally just go like, oh, um, hang on a second. And then I leave. No. Because I'm so sick of that conversation. So oh, sick sure. of it. I'll Absolutely. check now. I'll just open my eyes. Okay, yeah, I, I still can't. It's honestly been so long since well, I've even checked. Can I ask, what is seeing really? Like, what do I need to see to, like, Thank be you. seen? Thank you. And nobody can answer that. No one knows. But I can feel. I mean, I feel. I okay, it's ex- hot out. So what do I need to see? Yeah. I feel like I can't explain what seeing is. I just know it. I know. Yeah, nobody I, can. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I just know it when I see It's it. very ill-defined. <laughs> yeah. So an enemy might step on your cute little swords or, like, does, like, one of you get behind an enemy? Yeah, it's pretty cute when it's it goring your foot. Yeah, when it's basically almost making a hole piercing the flesh in your foot, nearly. And blood is about to come out well, maybe a little later. it's gathering at the area where the point of the yeah, sword that, that's is. pretty cute. Ready to go out. Yeah, that's cute as hell, right? Yeah, real cute. Now, I don't mean to bring up a sore subject potentially, but I know that you did at one time go to war with the gophers and there was the great tragedy the massacre of Wackerton where yeah. the, the gophers had large padded clubs and they just every time you popped out they would just smack which, you back down which is illegal by the way that's illegal yeah. yes you're not supposed to have a big club it, it, here's what you're supposed to have oh, what we us. have are these swords that you ever get a I mean they probably have them here you get a cocktail and they put a little sword through the cherry oh yeah plus oh, a little plastic yeah. sword yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, wait, and I just noticed your shield is like a little paper umbrella. Yeah, that's right. And so it's um, well, there's this uh, Chinese joint called Kowloon. And <laughs> have and we, we told you about Chinese joints? <laughs> no, what's a Chinese joint? We'll tell you later. Anyway, it's, it's a hole in the wall Chinese joint, pretty uh, greasy uh, area. But I'll tell you now, it, Chai stands for it's short for Chimera, and these oh. is you know obviously the joint yeah. between the thigh and the. The, yeah. oh. And they got these big bowls. Yeah, these scorpion bowls. And, and we can get 30 or 40 of us in on one of those at once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's and it's flat rate. doesn't matter how many people yep. are drinking it, you know. And you don't pay for extra straws. Oh. So that's a little bit of a, a, a life hack. So we'll go in there, and then when we're done, you know, freaking getting shwasty-faced, uh, we leave and we've all got a freaking whole arsenal. Yeah, of these swords. That's a little like life hack that we use to then go hack people's lives out. Yeah, and pre- in pretty war. much stab their whole foot. Yeah, your, your very revels prepare you for your battle the next day. What a glorious way to prepare for fighting! Yeah, it's cool. It's all right. We are getting bored. Oh. We have basically so first of all, people are doing a lot of illegal stuff, like you were saying, using. Illegal weapons. Big padded clubs. Also moving around, which they're not supposed to do in the kind of wars that it's we have. It's very frustrating. Or if you're moving around, why don't you move towards the hole we're in so we can yes. freaking get you? Because if you just stay on the outside and, like, throw – a lot of times people throw shit at us. Mm-hmm. It kills. It kills. <laughs> it kills. And mm-hmm. I'm a mighty warrior. I mean, I mentioned my haunches earlier. I do like your haunches. You have nice haunches. Oh, they're so, mighty. They're mighty oh, haunches. that is so nice. Are you self-conscious about your haunches? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because how are people not bringing it up? And they, I I never stop talking about them, but I think I say it so much that it, it doesn't mean as much to you anymore. Because I'm feeling up against them in that hole all the time. Mm-hmm. So nobody knows it more intimately than I do. I, yeah. Haunch to haunch, you, you, it becomes white noise for you to say, oh, yeah. well, mighty haunches are up against my yeah. haunches. But you what need, a wonderful haunch. You need something to talk about because a lot of times in that whole, like, people will have left the battle and you won't know for a little while. Wow. So just in case people are coming back, you have to just hang out. And more sauce, I'm asking this sincerely. Um, do you <clears throat> even lift? For me, I, well, I, we have a saying in the mole world, which is every day is leg day. Because we only have legs. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, yes. I, no real arms, sort of the hands yeah. coming straight off the torso. Yeah. Just these little claws, and so there's not a lot of reach there. But these legs are built for digging, and that's just what they'll do. Uh, and one of these days, these legs is going to dig all over you. 
Uh, do either of you need something to drink? I, I realize you probably just need one to split betwixt the two of you. Yeah, if you have anything with uh, little weapons inside, that's mm-hmm. kind of our that's kind of our deal. Absolutely, and we can do that. Anything inside a drink can be a weapon. Yeah, uh, a, a lot of our weapons melt as soon as we have yeah. them oh. for a little while. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Right, I've got something, the perfect thing for you. Uh, blemish, blemish. A uh, core blamey at your service. Uh, could you bring over an umami battle axe? Uh, well, I'll, I'll whip it right up. And for the bread and eggshells, can we get more sauce? Ah, oh, sauce, sauce. Ooh, what, what a, what firm haunches this, this creature has. <laughs> oh, speaking of more sauce, this is Mort sauce. Ah, it's sauce, sauce, sauce everywhere it goes. Uh, yes, all the sauce you could wish, but first, I'm going to defecate a cat. <laughs> Wow, he's <laughs> Wildcat. Good good job. All right, deal with that, boys. <laughs> now, uh, who are you two of you at war with currently? Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on right now. Mm-hmm. Sort of a full slate. So many haters. We got the stoats yeah. are, are kind of running up on us so a little bit. So sick of the stoats. The uh, ermines, some minks mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. are trying to come out. We have this one stump that we are kind of near. Mm-hmm. And that's that we ours. think of as our stump. Yeah, but Moore then... saw that a while or saw or like kind of like bumped into. Yeah, I felt around it and went like this could be a good home base for us. Mm-hmm. And then there were some some stoats, some marmots, some mongoose, some... Chinchillas, gerbils. Yes. Just for self-preservation, uh, yeah. are you guys cool with the badgers? Or um... Well, I was going to say, Chunt. Yeah. I've seen you with all these guys. At different times, I've seen you hanging out with definitely a chinchilla, yeah. gerbil, and guinea we, pig. When he says yeah. seen, we mean we've had a bird friend of ours describe you to us. Oh, right. But like, it seems like you've got a lot of friends in this... Community, yeah. Can uh, you tell them, hey, knock it off with the throwing stuff that hit me in the friggin' noggin? It kills. Could, yes, Chuck. Couldn't you just tell them, just just walk over to where they're hiding underground and let them be stabbed in the foot? Help these wonderful moles out. I will speak to the kings of the um, the collective animal kingdoms that you are at war with and see if I can pass along any sort of olive branch at all. Honestly, don't even bother. We're so bored. We've been smoking all these fools. Mm-hmm. We are trying to get into people wars. Yeah, and big oh. the big the big time stuff. Uh, speaking as an animal, can I just say if you try and um, get into people wars, you're going to get fucking pwned. Okay, so, okay. Well, we've been dipping our toe in the water a little bit, and obviously there's going to be a learning curve, always. One thing... I, That's uh, what I said earlier. One thing we have found is... Look, I'm getting my fucking ass handed to me. I mean, I am getting creamed out there. And I'm so used to... Uh, it's sort of like... You know when you're the funniest guy in your high school, you know? Oh, yeah, that was me. You're yeah. just the class clown. Yeah. But then maybe you move to a community where it's like the funniest guy from every high school is yeah. there. And now you're going like, oh, wow, I got to up my game. And these, Big fish, small pond. And these funny guys are like stomping on you oh, physically. Yeah. They're way funnier. And it seems like their high school and, must have been funnier. And everything because... that you come in contact with of uh, in their bodies, your that part of your body will break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're realizing <laughs> if, that you if you're are following that analogy. But. You are basically a soft bulb, and that, and that a lot of these guys are. Again, with, this is illegal, but they're wearing some kind of almost armory stuff. Yeah, uh, yes, and that some of their weapons are not plastic cocktail components, but are in fact strong swords of metal. <laughs> Yes, that does make sense, uh, that uh, humans do use these types of weapons and, and implements to help them in their warfare, but being small is not a disadvantage necessarily. Thank you. Mm, you yes. should use it to your advantage, and I am willing to teach you every weak point on a human body so you can attack it directly. Also, I have some friends in the Otter Forge, and I could have uh, maybe them uh, melt down some metal and make like little foot knives or leg... Uh, Leg battlements, some, something to, to accentuate your strength. That would be huge. Like is there a knives? kind of metal that is very light mm. and not hard? Because we are, uh, it, it, if we're swinging it around, it's going to hit us a little bit. Uh, so it can't be sharp. Uh, and and it, also, I'm forgetting where I put it a lot that I'm sitting down on it. 
And well, you can't see. That's no, not I, your fault. Well, yeah, and it's and can I see? You know, I what don't is even, C? Yeah, it's like gotta go. Yes. because yeah, yeah. But yeah, the armor has to be so so light because let's face it, I'm not holding it with my haunches, which are incredibly strong. I'm holding it with my arms, which are not there. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's our hands, right, just attached to our torso. And so anything we're holding is kind of going to be hitting it's us in hitting the face. hitting us, yeah. <laughs> it's right in our chin. I want to help you. The weak points thing would be huge. We're always talking about this because we've tried a lot of the points on these guys. And so far they have turned out to be very strong or not even there. We're missing them. What would help is if the point was in the foot. Which is really all we have access to at present. Let me ask you this. How do you feel about scampering? Okay. We have talked about doing this. This has been a long conversation, and we're on opposite sides of it. And, like, yeah, you know, it's, it's sort of a let's not fight in front of the kids thing. We don't want yeah. to necessarily get into it. I don't want to scamper. It kills. Yeah, and I am too tired to do it. What, what about so our reasons for not doing it, we we get in a lot of arguments. I got a ton place. of energy, but it just kills. You know, I've had my legs broken multiple times by these human warriors. And so when I go to scamper, it's like, ah, ooh, ee, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, woo. Well, here is why I ask. If you are willing to try scampering, just putting this out there, we're just spitballing here. Yeah, thank you. If no you're, bad if, ideas. Yes, if you're near the foot already and you just scamper halfway up the leg, right in the back of the knee, one of the weakest points on a human being. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to do that if you are smushed? Mm. Mm-hmm. Partially thank smushed. You, because you, you, when you, you say that we're like getting yes, near the I foot, see. a lot of the times we are like extremely near it. Almost feels like we're inside it for a second. Yes, I see. Uh, it, like, is there like a scampering move that you can do then when you're like part of you is flat? No, I, I think once you're flattened, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we've been finding too. Out. That's yes. what we were finding too. Yeah, as two ferocious warriors, uh, it's been a bit of an ego check to <laughs> have to admit that. Yeah, when you're smushed, you pretty much are done with that fight. Already, well, as a human, do you want to uh, share with us any weaknesses, any weak points on a human body or a human psyche? Is there any, any tips of the trade? Is there something about? we could yell at them? Yes, psychological what? warfare. That's the answer. Oh, sure. Well, you know what? As a human, I'm actually sort of frightened of most animals. Um, I got to say, guys, I find animals more frightening when they're not holding weapons. Like, you uh-huh. put a weapon in your hand, and I'm starting to think, like, this is adorable. They're doing human things with their hands. But when you're just like a mole running at me, that's scary. That's a little scarier to okay. a human. You know what would be great, and this is part of the reason why we're on here, is just to kind of get the word out that we are there in the battle. Because a lot of the time, that's the biggest thing, is like them not seeming to know that we're there. Whichever side of the battle we're on, yeah. And And we'll fight for either side. You know, we're in these big human battles. We'll go wherever the wind is blowing. Oh, we DGA. We DGA. That's true. You know, we were attacked by an army of orcs in the Vermilion Minotaur. And I got to be honest, I was not thinking much about what was going on around my feet. Dorks, yeah. dorks versus orcs. Couldn't resist. And <laughs> Sorry, but We had to do it, but we it. don't want to... I was sort of the funniest guy in my high We are trying to make inroads in this world, so maybe we don't do that. Right, 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 right. Uh, it's just raising consciousness. Like yeah. you said, a lot of people are very selfish when they're in a battle, and they're not paying attention to uh, what they might potentially be stomping on, That I, is, and, and not letting people stab them. My, my brief time in battles, I was really largely thinking about myself. That's yes. true. What I've been trying to get going, and you said, maybe you can help me with this. Yeah, right, yeah. I, what I'm loving is this idea that during the battle, we have an agreed upon timeout, <laughs> where we just sort of take a head count. You seem very hung up on the legalities of the battle. Well, because it, or, it's I'd a free-for-all in, as far as I know. Yeah. I, I'd be into yeah. a timeout, too, during battles. Ooh, I, I, well, I don't know if that's an option, but uh, there's certainly no reason not to take it to the battle council and ask them. And just during the timeout, everyone talks about what they would like to see improve maybe in this in this battle. Everyone gets a voice. And no shooting something down without Thank your own you. suggestion. Thank you. I hate this when it's like, well, I don't like this about the battle. And it's like, okay, well, but that's what are you how the battle's to the table? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh. Thank you. Sometimes the most powerful um, weapon in a battle could be a think tank. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Second and, most powerful uh, after a mole. <laughs> can I say something about regular tanks also? For like a, a ground-based creature 
those I think are th- those should be t- completely illegal, and and they already are, in fact. So Arnie, mm-hmm. tanks um, are when you take a wooden cart and cover it with metal, and mm-hmm. it's on tracks, and uh, yeah. there's two um, creatures or humans behind it pushing it. Yeah. So it just kind of um, um, smooshes everything underfoot. Oh, yeah. that's terrible for moles. Can I also yeah. say this about like a sort of fish tank, like aquarium type structure? That also is a big weakness for us. I mean, you put us in one of those with some alfalfa or whatever. Yes. We're just totally neutralized. Absolutely. Because like, I go- can't get out. It's so sm- slick, the sides. So yeah. I'd like that to be against the rules, too. Can mole swim? Well. Can mole drown? I'd rather not find out. What has happened to me when I get soaked is I get scared. We've had a lot of friends uh, who have tried the swimming thing by sort of accidentally wandering into a big body of water. And my the finding is that they can swim because they're swimming in there and they're never coming back. Yeah, they must love swimming so much yeah. that they get addicted to it because I haven't seen them swim out. Well, the other thing that might happen is they swim all the way to the other side and there's something cool over there. They stay over there. They now, must. Now, now using rumors. my great wizardly intellect. I have sussed out an answer that may not have been apparent to the rest of you. Yes. You're afraid of being smushed. You're afraid of being wet. You're afraid of being trapped in a glass cage. Yeah, it checks out. Those are the classic fears of anybody. Perhaps I was wrong before. Perhaps size is the problem. Mm. If you are willing, I would be willing to grant a boon to thee. A magical spell that would make you the biggest moles in all of Foon. Whoa. Holy wow. Well, while, while they think that over, why don't we take a quick break? Yeah, let's um, do a quick timeout. And yes, I did. We want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. So, Mel, Mort, um, Usador wants to make... Sorry, you were looking at him when you said Mort, oh. and you were looking at me when you said Mel. Yeah. Oh, Was that- I'm sorry. You're more. I'm more. Okay. More sauce, Mel Mole. Okay. We get a lot of, so we used to be the mole sauce. We advertise ourselves as like the mole sauce uh, like battle team. Mm-hmm. A lot of people coming to us looking for mole sauce. <sighs> yeah, it was not great. And also a lot of people when we even got finally recognized as a battle team saying, we're going to make mole sauce out of you. And then doing that. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, somebody wasn't say a joke. sauce? Oh, ah, your food, gentles. Ah, yum. Took me some time to make preparations. Ah, thank you, Blemish. Ooh, Blemish. Yum. Wink. Mm. E. That's great. <laughs> cool. Ah. cool if we step on this while we're eating it. Oh. Uh, That's yeah. the only way we're going to be able to do it is yeah. to get all on it. Yeah, we <laughs> just get inside and sort of roll around in it. Yeah. You know what? I would be honored if you would do so, and I shall join you. No, oh, use it on. Oh, wow. Yeah. So often we don't get people doing the polite thing. Mm-hmm. And stepping on their food. And yes. And just make us feel Following normal. our ways. Yeah. Just roll around in the sauce with us. Now, I must point out uh, that uh, while you both have tiny little swords and tiny, cute little shields, mm. you're both wearing tiny, cute little crowns. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Well. Well, yeah. Who's the mole king? Yes. Is, and what an honor to be asked. Now, uh, it's a bit. Or is of, this more like a jughead thing? So can't it be both? It, yeah, and it's it is a point of contention between us who the mole king is. Obviously, Mel thinks it's him. Uh, yeah, and so, make your case, Mel. Yeah, so I am the the king of the moles. As you can see, I am oh, wearing a crown. Yeah, 
yes, we did get the idea from Jughead. We admire him for uh, he's very oriented toward his goals. Yes, in Arnie, the same Arnie, way. Do you know Jughead? Are. Do I know Jughead? Yes. I don't, who's Jughead on Foom? Oh, he's the king of the mountains. Oh. Yeah. He declared himself to be king of the mountains. There is no king of the mountains until there was. And his best friend dabbles in archery. Oh. He's an Archie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, as you can see, I am wearing a crown. It is a, uh, it sort of looks like a pitted olive. <laughs> it, but it fits perfectly over my head, which means I am the chosen king of the mold. I'm okay. so sorry I didn't recognize you as a, I didn't recognize it as a crown when you came in, your majesty. And, oh, and majesty. sorry, and, well, Mel, and Mel, I didn't interrupt you when you were going. So if you could not interrupt me. And I didn't when interrupt going, you when you were and, going either. Well, so and, that's and now great. it is time for me to go. I am king of the moles. You could tell because I have this crown on. Uh, yeah, it is a braided pine needle, and it is bent all the way around my head, and yeah, it kills. Uh, so I rule all the moles, and it's an issue for me, and really for Mel, if you want to recognize his reign. Yeah. Uh, that all the moles kind of look the same. Yeah, and there's this other kind of rival mole king, which is uh, basically a sphere of moles with their haunches kind of tied together Mm. by accident. Mm. (laughs) And our disadvantage with them is they are extremely powerful. Arnie and Foon, if uh, small animals get tangled together, whether it be their their tails Uh or their fur, um, they automatically become a king or or at least get to vie for the throne. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's one argument. (laughs) So, yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of sides to it. Um, you know, the other thing is a lot of the moles that we do run into can't see our crown anyway. Mm-hmm. So I almost don't know why I wear it. And oh, it kills. I'm so glad to hear that it is still there. I can't reach it. <laughs> so if it's gone, it's gone for a few days before I accidentally run into it again and then sort of moosh my head into it so it uh, goes back on. Now, this is a fascinating discovery, for I thought this whole time that the king of the moles was Saul Marinera. Yeah, so that is the name of the big sphere. Ah, that's, oh. that makes sense. They, they, they took on that name. Uh, they are really making a name for themselves in battles with some of these humans and orcs and stuff. They're, they can, they roll down this mountain into a battle and they're taken out like 40, 50 guys. Mm-hmm. So which this, which this, goes back to my point from before the break. Size. Yeah. yeah. So this Thank evil, you for bringing that back up. I yes. wasn't sure. This evil mole started as just one mole and then just sort of started to grow. And Nothing evil about it. Really just an accident. Just but, strong. But you could say that uh, the opposite of love is indifference. Oh. We and we say that all the time. And this is a good example of that. I've been so I I have some questions about the size thing, just because like, am I gonna look fat? Just you know, you say like I'm gonna make you way bigger. Yeah, is there something I should be doing? Because really, if I'm gonna be that big, I might be able to make time with the queen of the moles, Cindy Crawford. No. Oh, I, she's more of a beauty mark, right? I, you know, it, it's not really for me to say I can't and see anything. And his name is his name is Mort, not Mark. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, if I am going to get that big, I would like to really take a run at the Queen of the Moles, Cindy Crawford. Yeah. And so uh, when I'm doing that, uh, I my understanding is that she really likes a slender man. Yeah. Well, you have to be careful of slender men, but. I will say that if I do grow your size, if I do increase your size, you shall maintain your aspect ratio. Okay. okay. Well, I don't know what that is now. Yeah. What I, you know, I could look great. Well, if you feel like you look good now, you'll look the same, but bigger on all sizes. I won't make just one <laughs> part of you bigger. Although I could make your haunches a little bit bigger. So, you said, if you make these moles start to get bigger, should we yes, just be I like watching mo- them closely from time to time? Arnie, just don't like- say watching them closely. They're mole kings. They're the blind leading the blind. Oh, okay. Careful just, how you phrase stuff. I'm just saying, like, if a mole starts to get bigger or it starts to have a different shape over time, like, we should have that mole checked out. Yes, we'll have to check in on them from time to time and make sure they don't change color or, or yeah. do something unexpected. Uh, Unnatural but, shape, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, regular, you, got, you yeah. have to be careful. That wasn't what I thought you were going to say at first, though. Yes, if I do increase the size of these moles, though, I do have to decrease your size. You're uh, right. I'm into it. Yes. So they would be, you know, four or five feet tall, and you'd probably end up like two feet tall or so. Oh. Yes, I would be stealing your very height. I'm, into, I'm still into it. <laughs> That's good for me. That works out great for me, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm right. into that. Are we, should we do it? Well, let's toast on it first. Uh, blemish, another round of drinks. Uh, blimey, to name it. Uh, ale for me. Uh, what would you like? I'll have a red potion. No, ale. What would you like? Ales all around, tis. Sounds good. I'd like a, a, a big boy drink, I guess. Oh, yes, of course. As, is, mo- as big moles, you can have big boy drinks. That, mm. I, is that cool? I mean, I'm not, yes. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Two big boy drinks for the two big boys. I'm just pouring whatever's in these pitchers. I'm still orienting myself around the kitchen. Very well, then. Let it begin. Here's a, um, if you're a bartender, sorry, just no, like, no. here's a sort of um, joke that I came up with. I was sort of the funniest guy in my high school, but his just made me think of this, is that, like, somebody orders a glass of beer, and you go, hey, take a pitcher, it'll last longer. <laughs> and it matters, guess whether in a battle people are laughing at a very funny joke like that, or are they just being selfish and ignoring it? And when using the says, fact that I'm telling a joke to locate and smish me. <laughs> yes, but thank you. Wait until we're big boys and see who's laughing then. Yeah, everybody at, will be. At time, humor can diffuse a situation. Thank you. Um, oh, sh- uh, Mort, you shouldn't crawl into that picture, Mort. Well, Mort? I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's all wet. <laughs> Get out! There, poor man. There, there, there. Are you all right? <sighs> yeah, I'm good, I'm good. So I pose the question again. Can you swim? Shut up, man. Shut you up. need to stay out of the pitcher. That way you'll last longer. <laughs> okay, no, Can someone describe what just happened? <laughs> I shall begin my spell now. Here. I am focusing all my magical energies into this crystal I hold in my hand. Very soon, Arnie's height shall become Mel and Mort's when I speak the magical incantation. Swole-mole! Wow. Oh, boy. I am very high up. <laughs> that kill. I, ah, uh, wow. I'm, I'm not scared. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It is so high up here. It's it's great. I love it. You know what? I'm just gonna put my, rest flat. I on the think ground. I'm gonna lie down as well because I'm feeling so brave that I'm confident enough to lie down in public, and I'm not scared of what happened or how high up I feel. Well, there there are two chairs here. You could sit in a chair. Uh, okay, let me try and get on this thing. Oh my oh, god! No! Wow! Oh. Yikes. This is great. Just so fun to be Ugh. sort of dizzy. Here, guys, find your comfort zone. Maybe go uh, butt to butt. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh and, and here, Arnie, here. Let me uh, lift you up and set you on the table. Oh, thank you. This no, is... no, no, Arnie. Those are big boy drinks. Oh. Now, uh, how are you feeling? Are you getting accustomed to it? I'm sure it's a change. I feel very cool. Here's what. Maybe I'll do this. Tip the chair over on its side and kind of mm-hmm. sit on it in a lying down way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm going to do this sort of, I might get under the chair just to check uh, the bottom okay. of the chair for what's going on there and make sure it's sturdy if I'm going to sit on it. And now I'm down here and I'm thinking, that eh, don't look too stable. I'll stay here and just keep an eye on this thing. I am sensing some trepidation. So let's that's weird because I am very brave. <laughs> yeah, it's man. That's in your head. That's on you, man. You point a finger at me. There's three pointed back at you. Oh, uh, very well. I apologize for misinterpreting. But let me do this. Even if you aren't afraid, why don't I take this sword off the wall and let you hold it in your hand? Okay. And is it supposed to uh, be this scary? It's pretty scary. But think of how powerful it shall make you. Okay. Okay. Uh, um. Whoa, you're knocking a lot of stuff off the table. Yep. I can't tell if he's swinging there or if he's just shaking. Oh, nope, yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. Oh, oh, uh, okay, because, okay. Just his arm, hold it still. His yes. arms look so atrophied. Can we fix that? Uh, sure. Uh, uh, yes. If you're going to steal strength from someone, you're not going to get any from me. <laughs> uh, well, fine. Uh, what about a thing? Is there like a strap where the sword just sticks out of the center of my chest? That could be good for me. And hope people run into you? The arm thing is not going well. Yeah, if they run into me, or even if they just don't. 
If they just give me a little space for once. Yes, you can't get smushed if you've got a sword strapped to your chest, right? We hope. And it can't, the strap, you know, we've had this experience with backpacks and stuff. It can't be the kind of straps that you need, like, arms and shoulders to keep on Mm -mm. your torso. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. no, no. Because you have to strap it down. With some people, those are just going to fall right off. I'm an egg with little claws, so. Any backpack type thing, that's sliding right off, and then it's getting tangled up in my haunches. Well, uh, I'm I'm sorry you aren't uh, more excited about being big, uh, although no, you're very brave. No, yeah. impossible to be more excited than I am Please. right now. Yeah, you're misinterpreting. It's That's your hang-up. Uh, yes, your you're, you're right. I apologize. Wait, Usador, I have an idea. Maybe these moles... I know you guys are really great at being big, and you're yeah, brave enough to me be Me too. Big. Yeah, I'm saying thank you. But maybe the best, maybe the way that they could really be great warriors is if they return to their former size, as much as I know you don't want that. Oh, is that an option? Ooh, that's, oh, no. I, and I don't want to fight with Arnie, so let's hear him out, because I always do say, when you're in a debate like this, a sort of a brainstorming session, it's like, let him finish the whole idea. So what were you saying? Because I don't want to do it, but maybe you have some well, the, more. Well, the biggest war in all of Foon right now is the war with the Dark Lord. And, you know, I, you know we could really use some espionage. Like okay, some, and is that like poking with uh, like a little sharp thing? Uh, it's sort of like poking with your mind. Okay, okay. There's a mental element to everything we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, poking with your mind—the most sexual organ of all. And especially, there's a mental element to uh, everything Mel does because the dude's friggin' mental. <laughs> you mean you guys haven't seen this dude? After we have a scorpion bowl, he goes insane. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this yeah. guy's. Total lunatic. I love him, but he's a freaking cuckoo, baby. So you're you're mental Mel. I've heard of you. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. This guy's legendary. Thank you. Tell him what you did to the uh, the roaches in the Great Roach War. Yeah, the roaches. You, you're like pulling off wings. You're like bisecting. Right. You were. Yes. So I was definitely chasing them around. <laughs> <laughs> the story got a little exaggerated <laughs> later. Uh, and but he almost got one. I mean, all yes. the stories I've heard, all the great legends and lore, all source back to you. I mean, yeah. they're like, I, I'm like, who'd you hear it from? Someone on the battle? And I'm like, well, well, I we did heard find from. this wing, uh-huh. as you can, you know, as you can see, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of my my little shield here. And the my, I'm not sure if I just like discovered it or if I ripped it off some guy. But I think I, I'm pretty sure I ripped it off. You know how guy. when you hear a story about something crazy happening, they say consider the source. Well, originally they said consider the sauce yeah. because usually the source was more sauce, and I was telling a story about mental mail, yeah. and they got embellished a bit because yeah. I kind of wanted us to have a tough reputation, and he wasn't doing anything for it. So I was just like, "Oh man, my buddy! Like, you really don't want to see him." Like, I kind of and I wasn't doing anything because I don't like to brag about this stuff because I am so busy chasing these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I was sort of good cop mole. And then, uh, yeah, we, and so I would be like, this dude's tough. And uh, and then I'd go, just look. And you turn around, and hopefully he'd be pretty close to one of these roaches. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully I'm, I'm there. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yes, now I see. Arnie was onto something. But perhaps not espionage. Perhaps your great gift to offer the war against the Dark Lord is to become small again, run up to people's ears, and whisper propaganda. Make great tales. Great. To fill our enemies with fear. Okay, mm-hmm. that we could be mm-hmm. really good at. Yes. What, like, what's something you're trying to get out there right now? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think if you tell the sorts of stories you told about Mel, perhaps about Arnie and oh. Shunt and myself. Okay. It's more like, is there like Dark Lord stuff? Like, you want to people think the Dark Lord's bad? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, also oh, negative yeah. ads about him. So, here, so here, check this out. And so I'm just like running up to you. Yes. And I'm getting there like, you ever heard of this Dark Lord? This guy's corny. <laughs> yeah, corny as hell. Yeah, dude. I, I yeah, and I'm running up to you. I'm on the other side. I go, oh man, you guys talking about the Dark Lord? I'm sick of his corny ass. <laughs> yes, whispered into my very ear. It doth like a finger to my brain, attempting to yeah. remove some fog. I I feel now the Dark Lord's sort of lame as hell. Yeah, and that was fun for me to do. It made me feel big, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not in a scary way. No, in a normal, comfortable size for me way. Yeah, I felt big internally by just going like 
Dark Lord thinks he's so great, but like, check it out. Then I was originally. <laughs> then I was originally correct, but too literal. You want to feel big, but not physically big. Yeah, I'm noticing at this size, I am so dense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll shrink him back Wait. down and maybe give him Arnie's confidence. Oh yes, uh, here. First, I shall grab my crystal again, and I shall cast the spell to make you the correct physical size. But uh, Usador, I really need to retain what little confidence I have left. Oh well, uh, it's fine. I, uh, uh, what about Drew over there? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Arnie, you, you okay with that? Yeah, take everything from Drew, but leave him alive because no one dies. <laughs> uh, yeah, Drew. Drew, just look directly in my eyes. Stay over there. Yeah, what's up? I, I'm going to steal your confidence. That's fucking busted, dude. All right. Here, now. Oh, you're never going to die. You're not going to die. We're just going to take everything from you. We oh. have a strict no one dies policy, a la Spider-Man. I'm going to live forever. Well, that, don't worry. Don't worry, Drew. Later, we're going to edit your voice out. Mental melt. Consider the sauce. Okay, well, this feels a lot better size wise. I am noticing some other changes. So, one thing that I'm sort of feeling for myself is like I don't sound as convincing. It's adore. It is adorable. Okay. Well, you're going to be adorable when they're freaking doing propaganda against you. Well, here, try it again. Try it again, as you did before. You, you, go, you know Arnie? Uh-huh, yes. His whack ass. Come on, that <laughs> shit. He freaking stinks. That's pretty good. Hey, yeah, you guys ever, uh, you guys talking about that guy, Arnie? Hey, fuck out of here with that shit. Miss me with the yeah, bullshit. corny ass. Oh, you can miss me with that Arnie bullshit. That's for sure. I think we fixed them. Yes. Okay, yeah, this feels pretty good. Guys, let's just be very clear, though, on for what side we're spreading the propaganda for. Positive things about us, negative things about the Dark Lord. Uh, I was pretty just okay with this. Just going to like I see it, man. <laughs> yeah, this, this Arnie thing worked for me. I, I liked it. We'll do propaganda, but we will not lie. <laughs> the most powerful propaganda of all is the truth. And the fact is... Arnie's getting roasted, and I am here for it. Ugh, propaganda, am I right? Who needs it? Anyway, the show's not real. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adel Rafai. The Mole Warriors, Mel Mole and Mort Sauce, were played by Hayes Davenport and Sean Clements from the podcast's Hollywood Handbook. And if you already love Hollywood Handbook, check out the pro version. Extra content every week on Stitcher Premium. And Winky Silks the Actor was played by Joey Bland from the Improvised Shakespeare Company. Smart move, keeping Joey a la carte. I wouldn't let him be the main guest either. Sorry about the mean computer interface. Uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jacover, and Ryan DeGiorgi. This one edited by Garrett Schultz. Music by Andy Poland. Logo by Allard Laban. Additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and thanks to Earwolf. Access to the rectangle array granted. Really, he said, not believing? Right after we talk about how cargo pants and flip-flops are the Montagues and Capulets of the fashion world, they don't mix. Oh, damn it! It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker lied like a liar like a liar and if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal or you love to hop in the way back machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes you should tune in to our podcast morbid follow morbid on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining wondery plus in the wondery app or on apple podcasts